This podcast is part of the Loosely Connected Network. Visit www.thelooselyconnected.com for more great podcasts, networks, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, and more. I love, I love, I love, I love to parallel. Come with me if you want to live. I love, I love, I love, I love to parallel. Welcome to the No Time for Time Travel Podcast, where we're a podcast for nerds by nerds. My name is Tony, and joining me this week, all the way from Sweden, is Kwa. Hello. Uh, We're a podcast uh, where you guys suggest us a topic to discuss as the topic of the episode. But uh, today, we're just going to be doing our main topic as a tribute to Stan Lee. So we're going to be talking about, you know, just anything about him and his cameos and um, some interesting facts about him. Um, but yeah, before we get to that, how you been doing? Uh, I'm pretty tired. I just flew in from Barcelona last night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, you were yeah. in Barcelona? Spain? Yeah, for the weekend. Oh, ah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why when you message me, you're like, uh, oh, hey, uh, you want to record today? I'm like, okay. <laughs> you feel it. You could have <laughs> told me no. <laughs> yeah, but then it's a Stanley tribute. Okay. <laughs> it was like a regular episode, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. 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 Well. Oh wait. What you do in Barcelona? Uh. Well, I just want to check out the the country, and I had a friend over there as well, and she was just uh. So just I just hung out with her, and then yeah. Sorry, sorry, listeners, if I sound a little tired because I am. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to wait. Uh, I uh, I woke up uh, earlier because I set the alarm, mm-hmm. and then I think when when I fell asleep, I, I set the alarm. I'm like, okay, cool. I should be awake by then, and I woke up. I said, why do I sit, why do I have a line for this hour? It should be the other one. I went back to sleep. I'm like, oh crap. And halfway later when you messaged me, he's like, oh crap. Oh, that's why. Okay. Oh. I'm awake now. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, I remember you said, uh, eight o'clock my time. And then I'm yeah. like, at eight o'clock, I'm like, mm, nothing. And then I like, wait till eight 30. Mm, nothing. Eight 35. I'm like, maybe I should message you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, did you did you do anything interesting in Barcelona? Uh, yeah, I think it's just mostly checking out the stuff, uh, checking out the city, uh, museums, did some hikes. Uh, so I just saw like the bigger like I, I was more of like a a touristy ish thing, where it's just like checking out like the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, there's like a huge church and it's, it has some pretty good art. So check out a lot of museum. Uh, that's most the most of it. It was just a lot of walking around. It was a lot of walking. Well, that's okay, good. So, huh? No, the uh, walking around's good though. I, I know it's amazing, but just really, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> should I like play Pokemon Go and turn it on while you walk? No, I don't have Pokemon Go. I started a long time ago. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just bought. I, I literally just bought um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Um, oh. like an hour ago, like before <laughs> I tried to reach oh. <laughs> reach you. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I probably will. Oh, wait, so you just buy you slept there? Yeah, no, I got it from my friend Ernie because um, he had extra copies and ah. I was on the borderline of if I was going to buy it or not. And then he said, oh, I have one. I'm like, okay, sold. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even ask him if he liked it and I just said like... No, like a lot of my friends actually. So like my coworker at work, right? Um, I asked him, so hey, did you get the new Pokemon Let's Go? And he was like... Yeah, I put 16 hours into it already. I'm like, wait, what? I thought the game just got released, right? I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was out for a while. Pokemon Let's Go, not Pokemon Go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was out for like a few months already. 
Oh, no, no. It's not. You probably saw the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I didn't know the first release date. Yet. Oh, yeah. oh, it got released three days ago. Oh, okay, yeah, that's enough time with 16 hours. Yeah, I it's guess. One day. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. But anyway, yeah. Cool. Oh, I, I wanted to tell you that I went to DesignerCon. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. How was that? Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I only was there for like an hour and a half because uh, I was like try, just trying to make a quick run through to see what's there. Uh-huh. And um, because I had to go to anniversary dinner with uh, my fiance. Uh-huh. Um, so, there was a lot of cool artwork there. Lots of cool fan art. Lots of cool original art. Um, lots of like, not even like art, but you know, s- uh, sculptures, statues. Um, but these are like nerdy theme, you know? And there's like steampunk. Wait, what are you going to say? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It's just like, it's not even art. <laughs> oh. It, it could be. Oh, sorry. Uh, I meant like, like all the sculptures. I'm like, oh, oh okay. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what you sorry. Mean. I mean, it's, it's not just 2D art. That's what I meant. Okay. It's like 3D <laughs> art too. Um, and they also had things like decks of cards that were, um, you know, unique designs. Um, uh-huh. very like cool, um, cool, like, I don't know how to describe. They had like a, a whole Sailor Moon deck of cards that looks really, really, really good. Like it just looks nice and it feels really nice. So, um, I bought that even though I'm not a Sailor Moon's fan. Um, and then they also had deck a of cards. What was that? Did you say it's a deck of cards? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you would. Right? Yeah, and uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z cards too. But then, they, like, if you look at them, you wouldn't even think that they're Dragon Ball Z like you know, cards. They're just designed so well. Um, are, are the are the Dragon Ball Z cards similar to like super old in the nineties card where it's just a bunch of pictures, really cool pictures and with numbers? Yeah, but the back of it, like, there's a a slight like foil, like a gold foil on it, um, mm. like in the design itself, in the picture. And it's for uh, every card, you know. But it's not like it's not like a actual foil. It's more like printed on there, and it's like still the cards are like flush with the. It feels like a like a very brand new, smooth deck of cards by the Bicycle Company, but in yes. like really really uh, okay. cool design. Cool. Yeah. So you just happen to be in the area and then to check it out. Well, my fiance really liked um, art, and she followed a different two uh, D artists. And mm-hmm. she heard about Designer Con through them on, on Friday. And then, um, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, yeah, we can go. And she's like, yeah, I really want to go. And then it turns out that, um, when we got there, it, like my other friend from, from San Diego, he was already there and he was leaving. So he gave us his badges. So we actually just, oh, nice. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So we just got in like, uh, no cost. So, but yeah. Cool. Because he was there only a short time too, maybe like two, three hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was good. It kind of worked out. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I got you a pin. For, uh, it's like a Mega Man pin, but it's his face looks really weird. I <laughs> I can't explain it. Um, it. It looks like, uh, have you seen One Punch Man? Yes, yes. It looks like it's, One Punch Man. It's like that face. Yes. It's, Mega Man. it's like One Punch Man wearing a Mega Man's helmet. Yeah, not not the cool One Punch Man, the, the normal One Punch Man yeah. face. But yeah, um, that's... Cool. That's all for me. Um, Want to move on to news? Sure. Yep. All right. So, some of the news items. Uh, huh. What do you think about the trailer for Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu? <laughs> Everything's so fuzzy. <laughs> I'm so confused. I don't. I don't like the fuzziness that much. But overall, the movie seems, or the trailer seems, not too bad. Actually, it looks better than a lot of those. Uh, fan made or anime made stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's because they they actually make the characters or the Pokemon look realistic instead yeah. of like, you know just except Mr. Mime. I I'm a little scared of Mr. Mime. I mean, <laughs> he's always been like the creepy one, right? Because he's too human like. But now that it's juxtaposed next to a real human, it's even worse. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like now he's just a really badly mutated human. It, it is funny because when seeing a trailer, it reminded me of like um. Was it Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Or Roger Rabbit? Yeah, but then it's replaced with Pokemon instead of uh, cartoon characters, the two D cartoon characters. Yeah, and then the kid looks like. Uh, I mean, you told me this too that the story is kind of like Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, but I, overall, I don't think it's bad at the moment. Uh-huh. I, I, I think feel it's, like. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, no, sorry, I, I was gonna say like uh, it's. It looks like it's uh kind of true to its aesthetic or like it's themed, so mm-hmm. which is good because that's if you have a whole bunch of Pokemon uh, or if you have like a Pokemon movie that's in 3D or something and the world isn't about Pokemon at all, then that's when you get like a lot of upset fans. Yeah, I was actually um a little worried when they said Detective Pikachu it, that it was only a Pikachu movie with no other Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. So, uh, the other thing is Deadpool. Um, so the, the name of the movie that they're releasing in December is called Once Upon a Deadpool. Um, and it's basically Deadpool 2, but in a PG-13 format. Uh, they just released a trailer for it. And it's kind of funny. Uh, cause they film extra scenes with Fred Savage. I told you, the, the guy from Wonder Years. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause he's like, I'm not a kid. What, what am I doing here? Because Deadpool like taped taped him with duct tape to like the bed, yeah. So so it's like he can't get out, and he's like, "What am I doing here?" And um, I thought one of the jokes was really funny. It was um, Fred Savage Savage was saying, uh, "Oh, I kind of prefer the Marvel movies." And then Deadpool was like, "But I am Marvel." And then, and then Fred Savage was like, "Well, you're Fox licensed Marvel. It's kind of like if Nickelback produced the Beatles songs. It just sucks." <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you think about that. That's <laughs> uh, But I mean, Deadpool movies are meant to be like that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those kind of jokes. I mean, so it's really funny. Yeah, like self-deprecating. And I, I think like they're just doing that now because they know that Disney already <laughs> finished like buying them out. Yeah. So it's like okay, now we can make fun of Fox. Um, let's see. <laughs> Uh, another news item is Dumbo. Uh, Dumbo trailer got released. Um, the live action. I, yeah. I, I might heard about it. I still don't like the idea. Yeah, me neither. I, I saw a little bit of it and I'm like, I'm not going to watch the whole trailer. It, it just didn't seem right. Um, Toy Story 3. Did you look at the teaser for that? Sorry, not t- 3. I'm at 4. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. like, 3? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I didn't even know it was uh, out yet. No, I'm a little behind on trailers this month. Yeah, no, it was just the past week. I think it was it a trailer or was it just a picture? No, I think it was a teaser poster. Wait, no, Te- no, no, it was a teaser. Uh, Toy Story Four. Okay. Yeah, see. it's very. Mm. Sh- yeah, it's like two minutes. Okay. I'm not sure how how how. I mean, they've had a history of, of uh, good stuff mm-hmm. uh, with, with the Toy Story franchise. Like where the uh where the series uh, where the like the tra- oh, not series where um the sequels are actually good 
and not mm-hmm. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not too sure yet. Um, just because, like, uh, in it was this it was this year, right? The Me Too movement, or was it last year? Um, last year, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I I know who you're talking about. Like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. With the pizza. So right? yeah, just because like John Lasseter was one of those people. Yeah. That were uh that that would normally take head, and then he would, but he recently retire or like he stepped down yeah um so we'll see how it is mm-hmm. uh just both if he like he finished before way before then and now it just recently got released or if it's like halfway and it's gonna be a changed director we'll see what happens oh uh, yeah that that's a good point because i don't know if they switch directors or if he even had like a large hand in it yeah 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 so yeah yeah i mean if it's a one director or something and it's not too bad like i, I don't I'm not saying like John Lasseter is the only uh, good director over there, but I'm just saying he it, the whole uh, change uh, uh, in director or like in roles and with people uh, that might come as abrupt and might have a weird transition possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it turns out well. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's see. The next thing I have is uh, John Cryer. Do you know him? He's a guy no. from Two and a Half Men. He's the uh, okay, yes, the not right. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he got casted in the Supergirl uh, TV show as uh, Lex Luthor, which is uh, kind of odd, but kind of cool. Yeah, that's like that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in Superman Four, the one with Christopher Reeve, he was actually in it. John Cryer, he played as uh, Lex Luthor's nephew, Lenny Luthor. <laughs> so, oh. so I guess it kind of like came full circle. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say it's. it's- and now he grew up. <laughs> yep. And then he grew up to be Lex Luthor. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's all the news I have. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Nothing. Okay. Topic of the episode. All right. So, let's move on to the topic of the episode, which is actually about the late and great Stan Lee. So, as everybody knows by now, it's really sad that Stan Lee has passed at the age of 95. And, um... I think at the time of passing, they were suspecting it was uh, complications of pneumonia or something like that. Um, I don't remember the details, but, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. It's kind of like, like, what did you feel? Cause I was shocked, but not shocked. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, when you messaged me, like, Stanley died, I was like, what? I, I thought, like, it felt really weird. Uh huh. Because I was like, he, because he, he's, we, I know he's been old. Yeah, yeah. And he's been around, but, yeah. the, but then he just keeps showing up in movies. It feels like he was like immortal. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I was going to say that too. Like, I felt he was immortal. Like, he will never go away, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's where, like, I was the shock in that sense was like, like, what? Like, this doesn't seem weird. That doesn't sound right. Like, it just came out of nowhere, but, but realistically, he's 95. And yeah. for him to be like 95, walking around, still acting in movies, that's a pretty healthy 95-year-old person. Yeah, like really healthy. You know, and it's it's interesting. We haven't really heard much about um any, um like like he's been sick, but then we haven't heard like, you know, him being severely sick or anything like that. Yeah. So, it seemed like it was out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird because it's like everybody knew him, mm-hmm. but there was never any news of him. Yeah, it, because it's not like a, like a uh, we call it a politician or some sort of celebrity, like a big like a movie celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like he he is a celebrity in 
uh, its own sense and everything. But like, there's like no uh, media following. It's like, oh my god, this is Stanley uh, on like Saturday or something doing something blah blah blah. blah. But yeah. it's just like very low key <coughs> yeah. in a way. So yeah. that's why like uh, it, it was like shocking. That's because a lot of people uh, were affected by it or like knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew any Marvel movies, uh, and it was just like, whoa. Well, that, how come we never hear anything about this? Where's like the media to update us on like uh, his life story or like, his uh, current situation? And yeah. I think that's where like, the shock came in for most people. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's just go, but it's it's very understandable. Like it's just super sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, oh man, I understand. <laughs> it's, it, he is pretty old he's 95 <laughs> yeah but in a way like we say like oh we think he's immortal but at the same time he kind of is in a way that yeah. you know he created this entire universe you know what's really crazy is mm. him growing up and starting to do comics and then at the end of his life seeing that all of this has manifested into this whole billion dollar industry in movies yeah yeah no i totally agree yeah uh, i do really appreciate uh, that they have put him in cameos and everything, like the mm-hmm. creator, yeah. and like every single one. It's like, oh my god, this is the guy that creates it. He and, and it didn't really matter, like whatever company it was, like from Fox to Marvel or anything like that. Or uh, was there another one? Yeah, I, I don't even know. If yeah, there, there, there is one cameo I want to talk about. Actually, now that you bring it up, um, yeah, he was in the the Teen Titans Go to the Movies movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and he. He was in there a little bit and then like he jumps into the camera and he's like, this is Stan Lee. Da, da, da. I love cameos. Da, da, da. It was actually his voice. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, like a stagehand person in security of WB or something comes and whispers to him. And then he looks at the camera and is like, what? This is a DC movie. I better get out of here. <laughs> 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 and then like later on, he shows up again. He's like, I don't care that this is a DC movie. I love cameos. <laughs> it was such a yeah. good cameo. Yeah. It, it's really... <laughs> that sounds very funny. Yeah. No, I mean, it's really good. It's... Yeah. I think, like, it's it's really awesome that, that the people, like, are, like, regardless of studio, acknowledges them. Yeah. So, it, it was kind of like a... He brought people together in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. Did. Um, yeah. Even like, uh, yeah, like I was, I mean, okay, out of respect, yes, I do expect DC to say something from his passing. Um, but it was still surprising to see them say something, you know? Yes. Because <clears throat> it's like competitor, but at the same time, I, I don't know. It's it, hard it's, to explain. Yeah, it's like a, a friendly rivalry in a way. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like you, there, it's always like a rival with a competitor. But it's kind of like you do it, it's out like a respect, it's kind of like a sportsmanship sort of thing. Yeah. Like if, let's say like two basketball teams, they might go head to head during like the game, they're like, they're trying to beat each other. But after the game and everything, they're still like friends with one another and they just still, uh, it's just they push each other in a way. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's kind of like how, um, how the two companies, you know, got so like strong because they were so so like pushing each other to like yeah uh, go beyond with the stories and everything yeah exactly um yeah so uh i guess do you have any um any other things about stan lee that you might want to mention any little facts or i don't know like what you want to talk about stan lee 
Um, I guess for me, like, I mean, aside from all the cameos, uh, it's pretty much just like he, he pretty much was a really big inspiration to, I'm sure, like a lot of artists or people. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, uh, of the world he created. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think it's mostly, uh, I was more influenced uh, with him through uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. But I think, um, the biggest inspiration I'm talking about in general for like artists is just like, uh, being able to create, like having stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think, and a lot of the artists that I do follow, they, or like, some I follow were from, uh, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like they're really great, uh, animator, or not animators, they're really great illustrators. Uh, and you would see like they had a passion where like, oh, I love, I love this type of character because when I was younger, uh, this inspired me to want to be like a superhero or that sort of thing. And I think it's the whole superhero aspect, like going down to like Incredibles and everything. It all, I, I think personally it goes down to like the whole, uh, Marvel DC ish. Mm-hmm. So, so coming from like just Stan Lee, he's like, oh man, you would never think of like superheroes if these never evolve. Like there would be like no Incredibles or any sort of like uh, one-off characters like Freakazoid mm-hmm. or anything like that. Because because there's people or like Stanley create a world where there's a where humans or whatever they might be had like some sort of superpowers and that just evolved over time and that inspired a lot of other creators to like make something similar and that just yeah so that just blossom into like the what we have today like a whole bunch of movies about superheroes like even though like i i say like oh my god not another superhero one like i i really respect stan lee out of like creating a world where more people like try to take after him yeah i i agree and i'd like to add to that too that um you know before before the whole marvel and dc there there were heroes there were like superheroes mythological stuff and things like that Mm -hmm. um like mythical heroes but yeah, yeah, you know, one of the things I think like Stanley really prided himself in was creating a world of superheroes where superheroes were just regular humans like us that got mm-hmm. powers, and yeah. then you know their story is what if it was just us who received these powers? What would we do with them? And mm-hmm. um, it kind of like kept it a little bit more grounded and more realistic. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it made everyone more relatable to these heroes that, you know, they're superheroes, but then they're still relatable because they are just like us, you know? So. No, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I guess it definitely makes sense because I was trying to think back just now, like, okay, who were, if there were any other heroes before, like, uh, all the, the characters he created? And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Do you, you know, like you mentioned, like, all of them were, like, mythological, so it's kind of like gods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> So, so it's, it's like hard to relate, right? And yeah, by making someone like Spider-Man, who's just like a, a teenager who got bit by a spider yeah. and he still has to deal with like a school life yeah. on top of being a superhero. It's, yeah. it, you know, it makes it more relatable. Right. Or, or like Tony Stark, who is just a rich guy. You know what's funny? I think uh, I remember Stan Lee saying that Tony Stark was created because they wanted to create someone a superhero that you're supposed to dislike, but you'll like him anyway. Ah, uh, he did that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like crazy that they were able to do that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, I guess a few other facts, like random facts I, I found about him was that his wife cut his hair most of the time. So oh, his okay. whole adult life, he's never been to a barber. Oh, um, wow. 
Let me see. Let me look at some other stuff. He got his first big break writing a two-pager for Captain America. So he was um, given a chance to write a little story, and mm-hmm. they gave him a two-pager in Captain America to write. And this was before Marvel was even Marvel. It was back when it was timely comics. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think, like, but w- when was like the first Marvelish character then? So, what do you mean by first Marvelous character? Like, because uh, then you, you you were mentioning uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. So, does that mean like Captain America is the first uh, of his story? I guess, or were there other stories uh, that preceded that? Well, uh, for Stan Lee, it looks like it was his first big break. Was he wrote a story for Captain America? Mm-hmm. But but at the, at the same time, that wasn't officially Marvel. It was right. before it became Marvel. It was timely comics. Mm. Um. But I, I guess that's just more like nitpicking at the history. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm just talking about in terms of Stanley, not not in terms of like Marvel. I guess. Um, I don't know if it's his very. I don't think it's his very first story, but I think it was his first as a comic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just curious. Like, you're saying the big break was uh was Captain America. So I'm kind of curious, like, what other ones there were. Oh, you mean the like, characters around that time? Yeah. Oh, no. For that Stanley created. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I do know for a fact that Stanley created Spider-Man and Daredevil. Um, I, I don't yeah. recall a lot of the other ones. He co-created several of the bigger, um, Avengers characters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't remember the list off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. Is this really, is this really funny? Well, not funny, but I, I'm sure this, it's really obvious for people who follow the comics. Yeah. Because yeah. When you, you, uh, when it's like, when I hear like, oh, Captain America, he's like the first one or like the first big break and everything. It's like, oh, okay. So he's kind of like the origin ish, mm-hmm. which kind of in a way made sense. Like Captain America is the origin of Stan Lee. Yeah. 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 Essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then since we were talking about his other creations, uh, Daredevil, I, I was reading like last week, I was reading about it. Uh, he created Daredevil, uh, but he was really scared about creating Daredevil. Because he was afraid he would offend the blind people. Yeah. Um, and it was very, like, shockingly good that they all enjoyed the character and then was praising him. Um, and then people were telling him that, uh, that, you know, the caretakers for the people who are blind would, like, read the stories of Daredevil to them. So, mm. so yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But, yeah, he was, like, very scared of that in the beginning. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I, it's kind of funny because, like... It showed that he was taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a big, it's like a risk that as an artist, like you, you're kind of like always afraid like, of touchy topics mm-hmm. because like, uh, as if you were to publish it and becomes like a corporate sort of thing, it, this whole, this whole bunch of like, oh my God, what if it defends this? We can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then it reminds me of how, how like the current situation with industry, people are really afraid of touchy topics mm-hmm. it's like oh my god it might offend this let's not do it or something and but then like if you take after stanley like they don't you don't know until you actually try it might be something good it might offend everybody but it might also be something good and it's a risk that was worth and you will receive it yeah and it's funny you mentioned that because the other thing i was gonna mention which goes exactly with this is that one of the things that you took a risk for um was uh a while back like in the 70s uh the department department of health wanted him to include a comic that was that had an anti-drug message um mm. and but but he wrote a story in spider-man involving uh harry uh abusing uh drugs like harry osborne yeah, yeah, yeah but then um 
uh, what's it called? The comics. They, they kind of like the, the censorship for comics, like Comic Code Authority. Um, they wouldn't approve the story. They're like, no, you can't do this. We're not going to put our seal on this comic that this is an approved story. And, mm-hmm. um, but Stanley didn't care because he wanted to run it anyway. So he did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, like, uh, that, that's the thing, right? It's, it's like, it's, uh, the, the censorship from corporate or like, uh, pro- big productions. Mm-hmm. It's understandable, but at the same time, it, it doesn't mean that it'll be bad. Mm-hmm. That, that it's a risk that might be something like too out there. Because sometimes like those kind of ideas, they keep the story grounded and made it more relatable for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. Do you, do you have other things about him? Uh, let me see. Um, I think I do remember. Yeah. Wasn't like, uh, you were mentioning his wife earlier. Uh, I remember like there was an episode of Spider-Man or like one or two episodes. She was like a car- supposed to be. Oh, a yeah. Character. Yeah, so at the very end of Spider-Man, the animated series in the 90s, there was this whole storyline of Spider-Man being hit into different, like, universes, um, mm-hmm. where he had to, he, there was a multiverse of all these different Spider-Man that had to team up to defeat, like, a Carnage, uh, Spider-Man. And, um, mm-hmm. and the person who round them up together was a, a one, woman named Madam Web. And yeah. I think Madam Web was created just for that show, and I think that was voiced by his wife. Let me just double check. Mm. Madam Web. Um, let's see. She was depicted as an elderly woman with myasthenia gravis and connected to a life support system that looked like a spider web. Hmm. I didn't know it was a life support system, but now I know. Yeah, I didn't know either. Uh, let's see. It's like, this is a really cool design. Like, okay. It's like Professor Xavier. <laughs> Let me see. Madam Web voice actress i i can't remember but i just want to double check and i want to like say something wrong yeah it was joan lee okay yeah yeah so um and it was actually cool because in the episode spider-man also got to meet stanley yeah yeah i do remember that yeah yeah um oh and stanley also mentioned something funny about the hulk was that originally the hulk was gray they wanted to make him gray but then Mm -hmm. the printers were like making up like they were not able to keep it consistent so yeah. then, just one day, with no explanation, the Hulk turned green. <laughs> and then they kept him like that forever. It's kind of funny how, like, all these stuff that happens, not not, not Hulk-specific, but it's just, like, sometimes there's, like, a, I guess, a happy accent in a way. Something It's just, like, you, the artist might not intend for it. So, I just kept that way because some sort of, like, limitation or malfunction. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, that reminds me of... Uh, Oh man, something like that happened with the movies. I forgot. So uh, there was an accident cast, accidental casting, or something, and then it ended up being better. I, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I forgot the, yeah, the details. But uh, I'm trying to remember. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking cameos, and it's like I remember there's quite a few in in like all the Marvel one. But were there any during like the X Men ones? Yeah, yeah, there were. There, uh, he was in um, a lot of them. He was a hot dog, hot dog stand uh, seller. And one of the X-Men okay. movies. And then and in another one where... Oh, there was one cameo in one of the X-Men movies. I think it was X-Men 3. Uh, Last Stand. Mm-hmm. I think it was that one. Where it kind of looked like it was going to be an apocalypse. And like in the air. And all the missiles or whatever. Explosions. And then they say, they had a... Wait, was it X-Men? No, probably First Class. 
Well, one of the X-Men. Basically, he was there and he was there with his wife, his oh. real life wife. Yeah, so so Joan was actually in it. I think that was the only time she oh, was okay. in it. So That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um he was also in in the Fantastic Four series too. He was the mailman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He also tried to crash their wedding, if you remember that. Um he was like, "Oh, no, I don't that one I don't remember." No. Oh, he was like talking to the bouncer and he's like, "I should be on this list." Look it up. My name is Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that one. Yeah, yeah. 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 And see, it's, it's so funny because, like, he, he pops up in everywhere that it's so hard for me to, like, associate him with, like, one certain movie. I said, where, where is this one from? Where is this one from? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you remember or did you see Guardians of the Galaxy 2? No, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, okay. So, should I tell you his cameo? Let me find out later. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. I'm actually kind of curious, uh, speaking of cameos, mm-hmm. what will happen with the animated stuff? So, uh, the new Spider-Man into the, the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. So, I'm kind of curious, like, how, what he'll be as in that one. Well, in, um, in some of the Marvel, uh, Netflix series, yeah. there was a, like, quote unquote cameo, but it wasn't really him. It was like a giant wall in the city of his picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm like I'm I'm kind of curious if he'll be in it, but yeah. we're like, well, the movie's done already. Well, uh, but yeah. I, but I was like, I'm kind of curious, like, what would happen uh, if they'll throw it in like last minute? Not they might have already included it. We don't know yet. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they did announce Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Studios. They did say that they pre-filmed a bunch of cameos of Stanley. Mm. Okay. And, um, they're they're the last cameo that they have of Stanley. Is actually for uh, Avengers Infinity, sorry, Avengers 4. Which I was, remember there was like a list of like Marvel movies that are planning to be released later on in the year, so like the whole timeline. Yeah, yeah. I forgot like what was like at the end. Was it Infinity Wars? Oh, no, sorry, no, it was more in Avengers 4. Avengers 4. Well, um, no, there's going to be movies after Avengers 4, but Avengers 4 is like kind of like the end of the era of like first you know Stanley. yeah Stanley the, the 10 the 10 years you know yeah the one that started with iron man it the whole like universe storyline ends at yeah. avengers 4 ah okay gotcha yeah it will still continue but that main storyline is gone like that's the end of like the whole thanos storyline um okay so yeah. i i mean it's pretty crazy that that's the last cameo he filmed because that's yeah. also like a fitting end as well yeah yeah, yeah. so like yeah, and then Marvels did say they have a surprise way of uh, um, um, doing a tribute for him. Yeah. So, we'll see how Good. that goes. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, like, I guess I have one more thing about Stanley. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm... It's all I can think of for now. Okay. So, the one more thing I have about Stanley was about his catchphrase. Uh, I remember reading that he wanted to find a catchphrase that is not common enough that people can take it and, you know, like, take it, uh, pass it as their own. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, several words or a phrase or inspirational quote, people can do that. They can, like, just write it at the end of their stuff and then no one will know any better. It could be Stan Lee's, it could be anyone else. So, Stan Lee decided to pick the name or pick the word Excelsior mm-hmm. because it's unique. And it's, like, one thing that he can say um, at the very end of something that is, like, very, um, like, branding not branding but mm. you know like yeah it's something that stands out unique yeah 
yeah, so it, it's just like that's his life motto, you know? Mm. So, yeah, um, that's really the last thing I really had about him. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I think... Yeah, I think I sent you like the comic of like the thirty artist thing, right? Doing tri- or like thirty plus artists doing tribute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I was like, oh, I I didn't know about like the Excelsior thing until that. When I was like, oh, okay, he there's a lot of Excelsior, uh, um, him uh, yelling at Excelsior, and I didn't know that was a thing until then recently. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of yep. Um, yeah, he, um, he did yeah. that in the Teen Titans uh, cameo. He yelled Excelsior at the end. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I'm, I'm trying to think like, oh, well, was, was Spider-Man one of his first few that he started? Cause it seems like it's very close. Everybody associates Spider-Man with Stanley quite closely. I don't know if it's his first. I, I know he has a huge, like that's, that's like his, um, his, uh, I don't know, not, not really claim the fame, but more like, like what you said, everyone knows him for that. Because, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That, I'm trying to figure out like if, if something happened that triggered it or something. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe just the character itself was like it resonated with so many people. And yeah, then, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, and then there was this um picture I saw that was kind of sweet. It was uh Stanley was in heaven and he's like mm-hmm. waiting in heaven, and then you see the voice of God saying to Stanley, "Is like um, you're not so bad at creating universes yourself." Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was that was good. All right. Well, I guess since we are close to Thanksgiving right now, um, I would like to say I'm very thankful for having Stanley create that whole universe that we can all grow up and relate in. You know, so. Yeah. No, I was gonna say something similar. It's only fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you think back, it's not one character; it's like a world. Yeah. Or universe, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Or multiverse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's, it's like, it's trying, when you try to trace back to like, okay, what, what's the first superhero? And like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. it really isn't a, a hero, like a superhero sort of thing. Uh, unless you, like, I, I'm trying to think back, like, okay, did, did Superman, like Batman thing come out at DC, try to do something before? But I'm pretty sure like Marvel started everything. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I always say that they all started around the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's hard to go back and say, oh, it's weird. Yeah, but even then, I feel like a person like you know Superman or Batman are less relatable. Like, okay, the the no, Trinity. I agree. Right? I agree. Yeah, like the Trinity of uh, DC is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Okay, mm-hmm. so Superman is like this alien that has crazy powers. Wonder Woman, she's literally a god, and then Batman is a human, but no human is like that. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, they're very unrelatable. It's yeah. hard to it's, it's kind of like people you wish you were in a way. It's kind of like oh, going back to what we say about gods, right? Yeah. And so it's like yeah, it's, it feels unattainable. Like what well, we weren't born into that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean the other thing about Bruce Wayne, he's he's a human, but he's also rich. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I guess that's our tribute to Stan Lee. Um, yep. All right, so let's move on Thank to. You, uh, what? Sorry, go ahead. I just said, so thank you, Stanley. Yes, thank you, Stanley. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, you, All right, so you. let's move on to uh, quickly go through the community question from last week, which sure. was, what's the most ridiculous video game vehicle or transportation mechanism? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Monster Closet says, 
He loves the Batmobile from uh, Arkham Knight. It's ridiculous, but Rocksteady made it mechanically plausible and just Batman enough to make it feel like a badass cruising in it. Okay? And then Dark Princess says, I agree. I keep wanting to answer, but I couldn't think of anything. And then uh, <laughs> Kinetic from um, Enthusiast, he says, uh, probably not that crazy or weird, but how about uh, Sophia the Third? Um, do you know what that is? No, is that... So, Sophia the Third is the name of the tank in Blaster Master. I want to look it up. Did you ever play Blaster Master? No. I want to see what, what it looks like, though. Yeah, it's basically a tank, but, but then the tank can bend upwards and look around like a human. And, okay. And jump as well. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, since it is almost Thanksgiving, uh, what so you, you want to ask like everyone what is... Actually, let me back up. So, for those of you who are not in the U.S. or in in the Canada or in a country that celebrates Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is a, a holiday that uh, we celebrate and give thanks to what we're thankful for. So, with that being said, let's uh, let's ask everyone what they're thankful for. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm thankful for a lot of things, and I can't list them all. <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you not listing. All of them. No, uh, I think, I guess it's pretty generic, but it's, it's for me, it's, it's just a lot of for the people in my life. It's just like it builds you up from, to, uh, it builds you to who you are today or who I am today. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's part of the things I was going to say too. So I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. And being thankful for everyone who never bailed, you know, like they just stayed in your life mm-hmm. and support you. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm actually really. I'm like, even though, like I say, everybody, I do mean like everybody, because there are like uh, bad experiences, but those bad experiences help build character in a way. Hmm. Yeah. I. I think yeah, I'm not. I mean, not. It's not like a a bad. It's not like a, like I'm crazy. I'm for doing anything. But I was like, okay. Well, I mean, it's not a bad thing for me. It made me all I am today. Yeah. I mean, every experience shapes you. So yeah. I, that that's a good point too. Yeah. Um, I mean, part of me, at one point, you know, some of the bad experiences I, I've had, part of me did say, well, I'm thankful that that happened. And then I was mm-hmm. telling some of my friends about that. And then they're like, yeah, but don't, don't thank them. They were bad people. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not thinking, no, thank you for like, okay. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having that experience, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, you guys can tweet us and let us know what you're thankful for. And I think, um, not sure if I'm gonna record an episode next week with you or Lamb because it is gonna be Thanksgiving weekend. Um, right. I might, so for listeners, I might just do a clip show of like old clips and then interject in between with some comments and, um, and then I will read everybody's, uh, thanks on the next episode. So cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. So on to the final lap. Do you have anything to promote? Uh, n- nothing new. Same as always. Uh, check out our friend Steve at microbuilder.com. And also check out uh, my friend Vince uh, at Hypeman Vince with all the handle as the handle for Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, etc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and you guys can find us everywhere as, uh, as on Facebook, Twitch, um, Instagram, Twitter, 
some other stuff. And we're under NTFTTPod. And actually, if you go to youtube.com slash NTFTTPod, our latest video is a video that I put up for um, just like a short three-minute thing about my time at DesignerCon. So you'll see mm-hmm. some pictures and maybe some video too. But yeah, until next time, I'm going to end this episode uh, leaving you guys with an audio clip of um, Stan Lee's last uh, video. So this is him talking about his fans and how much he loves them. We get, again, the fans love your sense of humor and, uh, and, and you know, it's... Well, it's, it's an equal love if it, love fest because I love my fans. I cannot tell you how much I love my fans. They sometimes at night I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, ah, what's it all about, you know? And then I get a letter from a fan or I read something or I see something or I remember something and I realize it's so lucky to have fans fans who really care about you and that's the reason I care so much about the fans because they just they make me feel so great and there's something if you think about it that is wonderful about somebody caring about you as I care about them whom you've never met who may live in another part of the world, but they care and you have something in common and occasionally you contact each other. And this business of fans, I think is terrific. And I love them all.